Possum Podcast. Toot toot. You know, Mr. Possum, one of the things people love to say is try walking in another person's shoes. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've heard that. It's a nice expression that means, hey, don't just assume you know what others are going through. You should try their shoes on first and uh, see what's up with, with that. See what's up with their shoes. Yeah, they might have better shoes than you. Exactly. How do we know who has the most comfy shoes until we've tried everyone's on? Exactly. Who wins the shoe prize? You know, this makes a lot of sense, Big Hal. That's why them uh, cops make you take your shoes off at the airport. They're sizing your shoes up to see if maybe you could make a trade. Yeah, sometimes I like to take a little bit longer in that security line at the airport just to just so I could peruse people's shoe choices. You know? Mm-hmm. You stand there and you just kind of look at all the options laid out in front of you and you think, those look kind of nice. Those look comfy. Boy, the heel on that thing is fat. And by that point, by the time you've talked about about three shoes, the guy will usually come over and prod you with his bully stick and yell at you for taking too long in the line. Mm-hmm. Classic. Speaking of shoes and comparing shoes and looking at shoes and thinking about shoes, tonight on the show, Mr. Possum and I are going to count down our top five favorite types of shoes. It's the footwear episode. Yeah. People have been asking us to cover this topic for months. I've also been pushing to do a shoe episode. That's true. Because I think about shoes a lot. You know, they dominate my day and, you know, my field of vision. Right, you're pretty low to the ground. I'll say it again. Shoey, Kentuckyana. When we come back, Mr. Possum and I will start our top five favorite shoes countdown. Are you in luck? Because tonight it's the shoe episode. We're counting down our top five shoes. Big Hal, what's the first one you want to talk about? At number five for me, and simply because it may seem obvious for me, is the cowboy's boot. Ah. Now here's a dang shoe. Always in fashion, a durable and reliable staple in any wardrobe, a good pair of cowboy kicks will last you ten years easy. 
That's if the punks and busters down at O'Grady's Billiard Hutch don't scuff them up with their clumsy walking or put cigarette butts out on them while you're trying to line up a bridge shot. Ooh. The only drawback with the cowboy's boot, Mr. Possum, is they're a pain in the neck to travel with. Real hassle. They'll fit in a carry-on bag if that's all you're bringing. But for those of us who aren't Senator Burt Reynolds in striptease, we have to wear them on the plane. Which means you gotta take them off in the darn airport. Now, in Texas and Arkansas, they got these boys that run around and you tip them a nickel and they help you take your boots off and on. But the Netherlands? Kokomo? Oh, you're on your own there. And man, can it be embarrassing to be a sweaty, tired, aging, out of shape, kind of dumb guy who's trying to take his boots off in the middle of a busy airport, you know? Right, when you're that kind of feller, you want to keep it moving. You don't want to draw too much attention to all that stuff. Now, it seems like you'd make a good boot caddy. Have you ever considered that as an occupation, Big Al? You could sit and admire people's boots and take them off and put them back on. You know, Mr. Possum, I had not considered being a boot caddy uh, as, a, as, as, as employment, but I, I think uh, if I have a few more months here and not having a job, that might, that might come up. That might be one of my options. Well, I'm happy to help. Head on down to Standerford Field and become Louisville's famous boot caddy. I don't know if you'd get famous. This isn't about fame. This is probably the most humble job you could have. No, no, I'd be like, I'd, I think I would obviously end up, you know, within a few weeks, I would end up being like that guy who used to dance at the Bats games, you know, the Usher guy. Oh, I thought you were talking about the mascot guy. Oh, no, 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 no. Though I tell you what, if I don't take off on my own, I will start wearing like a mascot uniform so that then I can become the, the famous boot caddy who's also dressed like Sonic a taco. the Hedgehog or whatever. Or dressed like a taco, sure. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Crossing my fingers for you. Mr. Possum, what is your number five favorite shoe? My number five favorite shoe is the tap shoe, Big Al. Clickety-clap. Tickety-tap, tippy-tip-tip-tip, clickety-clack. The tap shoe. The tap shoe. Yes. Great choice. Well, I like to turn heads, Big Al, and I notice when I walk into a room with my tap shoes on, a lot of men whip their heads around thinking it's a lovely lady wearing high heels, but it's not. It's a nasty old possum wearing tap shoes. That's a cool move. That's like a good, that's like a good boss business move. It throws everybody else off. Yeah, I just like to have a spotlight, even if it's stolen, even if it's a misunderstanding. At least people look at me for a second. I like it. But mostly I wear my tap shoes for practical reasons, Big Hell. You wear tap shoes for practical reasons. Right. Hmm. And what could those be? I got real rickety knees and elbows. Yeah. And when I walk around, they make a lot of noise. Oh, we know. We all know. And when I put the tap shoes on, it does kind of camouflage it. It adds, it's the exact same sound, just a little more of it. So I walk around, you know what I sound like? I sound like a crackling fire, which is comforting. Yeah, or like a radiator heating up. Mm-hmm. I represent heat and comfort. And of course, I'll be wearing my Mesquite brand cologne. The scent of smokiness will be in the air, and the sounds of crackles and pops. That sounds very disorienting. I think if I was in, say, a business meeting, and I thought I heard, a uh, like, a delicate young lady walk in the room, and I turn around, of course, to greet this young lady, and instead I'm greeted with a huge possum creature who smells like burning wood, 
and sounds like a crackling fire, I might think I'm, I was being encountered by the devil himself. I might have to get out my fiddle. No, it just means you work for me now. Big Smokey. That's what they'll call me. What's your next one? My number four favorite shoes is sensible shoes. Hmm. Sensible shoes. What can you even say that isn't right there in the name? These shoes are sensible. Let me tell you something, Mr. Possum. For years, I used to get up in the morning and say, ah, time for work. Let me find some cool shoes to wear there. Maybe my coworkers will see my cool shoes and imagine that I have a good time on the weekends at O'Grady's Billiards Hutch. But that's moron thinking, Mr. Possum. That's what we call a blind spot. Because coworkers don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. But you know what does, Mr. Possum? I don't know how much money you have, how many shiny cars. Your lower back, your knees, your arches. These are your body's coworkers. Oh. And their weekends are the relatively pain-free later days of your life that you have saved up in the comfort bank by wearing sensible shoes. That's interesting. Isn't it? Sensible shoes. Pick them up today. Mr. Possum, what's your number four? My next favorite shoe is the roller skate, Big Hal. It's the roller skate. All right. It's a shoe you put on what's got... Wheels on it lets you speed around and deliver some hash browns to somebody's car. Now we're talking. Now we're really talking. Yeah, but my roller skates are kind of special. Because I take off them stupid wheels that are on there that they package them with. And I replace them with actual stale rolls. So I got a roller skate that I put on my foot. Like actual rolls, like, like food. Yeah, dinner rolls. Dinner rolls. You let them get real stale, and then they become little balls, and you can roll around on them. Oh. It's great. Well, why is that better than, why is waiting for the rolls to get stale better than just having wheels? You know who I am. I, I like the streets. Yeah. I like to taste the streets. You do like to taste the streets. I like the the flavors, the aromas, the puddles. You, you like drinking puddles? I've seen you lick the sidewalk. More times than I care to think about. As I roll around with my dinner rolls on my shoes, it soaks up all the different flavors of the day. And then when I get back home after speeding around faster than I should, I'll detach my dinner roll wheels and eat them. And it's like reading a book that tells the story of the streets I once rolled on. Wow, sounds like a U2 song. Time to taste the streets I once rolled on. See, I can't you hear Bono singing that? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. And it's great. I get to actually eat the wheels that I was using. So it's like, you know, the circle of life. Yeah. Common complaint a lot of people have is they don't get to eat the wheels they just rolled on. Mm-hmm. 
are counting down the tightest shoes. Big Hal, what you got next? Speaking of tight shoes, my number three favorite shoe is the stiletto boot. And no, that's not how Italians say steel toe boot. I'm talking ultra high, super tight, intoxicatingly dangerous shiny leather boot that tells people you mean pleasure. Heels like the point of a fencing saber, contorting the foot into a shape not found in the natural world, making me as much as five inches taller and 100% more sexier. Okay, this is kind of a surprising pick for you. Now, tell me a situation where you'd actually put these things on and wear them. Well, let's say I'm in a high-stakes round of billiards down at O'Grady's against the son of the guy who founded Red Giraffe Video, and I need to up the heat a little bit in the room. Well, Mr. Possum, I pull my slacks up and tuck them into the thighs of my thigh-high shiny leather stiletto boots, and I prance around the balling table like a rutten zebra. Place one foot up on the table suggestively as I line up my shot. This has a way of turning things in my favor. You know, sort of a Bugs Bunny type of thing, you know? Hmm. You're just sort of distracting everybody to where they're getting confused for reasons they don't quite completely understand. So you're using sultry deception to win the game, is that what you're saying? Uh, Yeah, sultry deception is one of the probably the tools in my tackle kit. I think that in the billiards rule book, it says when there's money on the line, you're not allowed to seduce your opponent. You should really read the rule book, Big Al. Wow. Speaking of billiards, how the tables have turned, Mr. Possum. Because now you're the one with your nose in a rule book. And I'm the one saying, ah, these rules aren't for me. You see, what you don't seem to understand in this situation, Mr. Possum, is that When you're sexy, you don't have to follow the rules. Sexy people make up their own rules. Is that what you say as you prance about the billiard hall wearing your stiletto boots? Yeah. In fact, let me just put these on, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. You'll throw that rule book out the window once you see these things on me, okay? Here we go. Mm, Okay. Oh, man. Oh. Oh, these are tighter than I remembered. Mm -hmm. I haven't put these on a little bit. Maybe they shrank a little bit. I think that I think I've had these in too hot of a closet. Tonight on the show, we're counting down our top five favorite types of shoes. And I believe. We are at Possum's number three. Mm-hmm. Maybe my favorite, although not my number one. Could be my favorite. I don't know. Slippers. You might know them as hush pups or fritters. I'm talking about that house shoe, house shoe. Few people out there would call them fritters, Mr. Pops. I'm talking about that kind of house shoe that's got that wool on the inside where you see somebody's foot and you're like, ooh, that foot's a cooking. That's a stinky old foot. That's my favorite kind of hush pup to put on. Mm-hmm. If you had predator vision and you looked at the looked at my body, it would just be kind of a cool blue all over because I'm outside and cold. But then my feet would just be blazing red orange from the mm-hmm. heat, radiating off. Everything else in the image just sort of shaking and wavering from the steam coming off of those feet. Right. What an image. Mm-hmm. But I like putting on my hush pups as a statement. It says, 
I'm off the clock. Don't bother me with any business. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be fooled with. Leave me alone. I've got my fritters on. You could say, like, uh, if these pups are hushed, keep your mouth shushed. Ooh, that's tight. I like that. Isn't that good? Yeah. I usually just say, look, I got my fritters on. Leave me alone. Maybe mm. if I had kind of a catchphrase like that, it would go over better. I was like, I got my hush pups on, so you hush. Isn't that what you said? That's uh, close enough, probably. Yeah, pretty good. My problem is if I hear somebody go, I got my fritters on, I start rubbing my hands together and licking my lips because I think they've got some fritters frying up in some oil. Yes, I mean, I suppose hush pups could make you think the same thing. Some, some kind of deep fried corn treat. You know, I hadn't even thought about that, but yeah, that is true. But, buddy, you wouldn't want to eat these. Dip these in tartar sauce. Ugh, ruin that tartar sauce, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. These puppies have seen some stuff. what you got next? My number two favorite shoe is my dancing shoes. Now, here's a dang shoe. Look at these boys, Mr. Possum. Hooey. I mean, shoey. These are premium real leather. White top, Latin, ballroom, swing, dance, flats. Good pair of these will easily run you 40 bucks before taxes, and they are worth every penny. Mm, Look mm, at the mm. stitching on these. Oh, yeah. Imagine how these would glow under the warm haze of a ballroom chandelier. They look brand spanking new, Big Al. Have you ever worn those before? Oh, these are not for wearing, Mr. Possum. Oh, no. A man should have a good pair of Latin ballroom swing flats simply for show. It's like a status thing. Kind of an old-fashioned convention, but I like it. You young kids can buy your lattes and scooters, and I'll be polishing up my dancing shoes. I hate this, Big Hell. I didn't think I'd have to say this, but I hate this. I hate this choice. I really do. You hate my number two? I hate your number two because it's called a dancing shoe, which implies activity and fun, but you don't dance in it. You don't do nothing. It's like having an eating plate that you don't eat off of. I hate it. Well, yeah, I mean, but we all have decorative plates that we hang up on the wall. We do? Yeah, I certainly do. Do you not have any decorative plates? Uh, let me check. No. Well, wait a minute. Okay, hang on. I do have that Taz plate that I don't eat off of. Yeah, of course you do. It's just because it's not microwave safe, and I just like to keep it separate. Your dining room walls are also wallpapered with big Buford wrappers, which is its own kind of plate, and certainly being used in a decorative way. That's true. Maybe I was too quick to judge. So anyway, it's a lot like that. Uh, basically, you just it, it's just sort of something to have around that's, uh, that gets people in mind of dance. I can't tell you how many times these shoes have inspired people to dance. And then, uh, and then of course, I have to say, oh, oh no, 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 we, we don't put them on. Yes, when people see those shoes, they'll say, I remember dancing. Mr. Possum, what's your number two favorite shoe? Mr. Loafa Loafa. Mmm. <laughs> loafers. Loafers is my next one. Loafers? Loafers, yes. 
the loafer, the also known as the penny loafer. That weird little thin leather shoe that feels like an old billfold on your foot. Got them little frizzies on there. Now, do you love the loafer because it's named after you, Mr. Possum? Oh, I see what you did there, toot toot, because I'm lazy and shiftless. I get it. Toot toot. Toot toot. No, I don't like it because of that. I like it because sometimes I want to be comfortable, but I also want to be seen doing a job interview for the appearances of it all, you know? It's like a loafer is a, a hush puppet you could wear in public, and people will look at you and think, hmm, look at him. Yeah, a loafer is a great fashion choice uh, for somebody like you in particular because loafers kind of imply generally that you're a slob, but your dad is rich, you know? That's kind of what I think of when I see them. Right, implied money, which is another good feature of the penny loafer. It's got a spot to put pennies in. And when I sit in a job interview, I will put the pennies in there just so, so that when I cross my legs a penny or two will fall out, and I'll go, hmm, never mind. I tell you what, you can keep those. I don't need them because of the wealth. Well, what do you do then to replenish your pennies? Well, that just means I got to sneak back in and get them pennies. You see, you have to come back to the office later and steal the pennies back. Right, because, you know, they probably ain't much to him, but I need them for my next interview. Right. I tell you what, if you walked a mile in these shoes, at least you'd be... Sixpence, none the richer. Huh. Trying to do the math on that. I'm not sure it checks out, Mr. Possum. I don't know. I can get three pennies per shoe. Sixpence. Right, but you said none the richer. I, I get it. It's the band ain't well, The band don't make sense. It ain't my fault. I was just trying to work it in. I didn't join that band. What you mean is someone w walks a mile in your shoes there, sixpence the richer. Huh? Maybe the band needs your shoes. That's their problem. The band's whole problem is they don't have your shoes. Does this work? Is this a good bit? Is this is this hitting on all cylinders? I don't even know anymore, Big Al. I don't. Yeah, it's tough to say. Number one shoe time. Number one shoe. Big Al, what a moment. Everyone has just been waiting with bated breath to find out what our number one shoes are. And my number one favorite shoes is the Mexican pointy boot or the tribal shoe. Now here is a dang shoe. You owe it to yourself to look these up if you have not seen them before. These things are cool and fun and uh, totally random, and they're one of the earliest known examples of people wearing something ironically. Did you know irony came from Mexico, Mr. Possum? I sure didn't. I didn't either. I always assumed it would have been like a Scandinavian thing or something, but no. Mm -hmm. Some of the earliest depictions of Mexican pointy boots in art feature captions like, I'm wearing these because they suck, or Mama, buy me them dumb shoes. Are you annoyed by my pointy boot? Good. 
Of course, every few years, somebody comes along and has to act like they're too good for the irony angle on it. You know, the, the, they got to be sincere about it. They say, like, I wear these because I actually like them, they say, mm-hmm. in a gap between songs at a party. And you're like, oh, wow, you're so amazing. Right. Now get the tip of your boot out of the dang cheese dip. Yeah, it's like putting your whole boot on the dip. It's the long-awaited shoe episode. And inside the long-awaited shoe episode is the longer-awaited Mr. Possum's number one favorite shoe. It's time for my number one shoe, 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 shoe. Shoe it's time for mine. Is that good? Yeah, that's great. My number one shoe is the clog, the wooden shoe. I like mm-hmm. to put on that thing and stomp around like a fearsome Pinocchio. Uh, man, I know you're a fan of clogs because you've used my bathtub before. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. Toot toot. You like yep. that? Toot toot. I do. Very good. Very good. Yep, I like to wear these things and stomp around and show people I mean business. Yeah, the Dutch are the bosses of the world, they say. Mm-hmm. They do say that. When you hear this wooden shoe approaching, you think, what have I done to awaken such wrath that the forest now comes to me? Have I wronged it? Am I using too much paper? For whom the clog tolls. Time marches on. Yeah. I saw a uh, production of Macbeth in the park one time where they were all wearing clogs. It's pretty, uh, pretty dramatic, but you couldn't hear anything they were saying. Right. I think wearing clogs is like giving eyeballs to a tree. It lets the tree see the world. Now I'm tree to see the world. Clogs. <laughs> that was somehow a uh, an ad for trees and clogs and eyeballs and the world all at the same time. <laughs> like I wasn't sure where you were going to land on what the product was there. Yeah, we got there somehow. Now I'm tree to see the world. Clogs. <laughs> Possum, you've done it again. Real Frankenstein monster of a concept there. I love it. Love it. Love it. Except this Frankenstein monster is fire. Big Hal. Some podcast. Toot toot.